You're listening to Human Contact, a Misty University podcast about relationships and getting people to talk about them. Too much has happened since our last episode, so I won't even try to recount it all. I've been looking at social media way less than I was back in June and even in early July, since there's rarely any good news anymore. It's been months now since social distancing and quarantine started, and I've started wondering, like, how are people dating and hooking up right now? Like, do the partners that don't live together get to see each other as often? Are the ones that do live together fighting more? Are single people still using dating apps and hooking up with strangers? Or are people just completely resorting to no contact means of satisfaction? And is that why all I hear about now is OnlyFans? I I really don't know the answers. Then I started wondering about dating in general and thought, damn, at least there are no contact options for people these days. People been using the internet for porn for decades, and also to make connections with potential dating partners. Like, what would people have done a hundred years ago? I have no idea. How did dating evolve to get us here? I started looking into that topic about a month ago and saved some articles. I try to keep the focus on just dating specifically, which everyone's definition is going to be pretty different. And I didn't attempt to cover the differences around the world because that would just be way too broad. So most of the articles that I read were pretty specific to the West. One article in particular was very helpful and summarized exactly what I wanted to focus on. It's called How Dating Has Changed Over the Last 100 Years. It was published by The List back in 2017. I'll link it in the show notes if you want to read the full article. In short, I learned that the concept of dating began in the early 1900s and became more popular around the 1920s. This started to replace the act of courtship, where women were presented with several male options to eventually pick the best match in a mostly socioeconomic context. The key difference was that courtship was private, largely unemotional, and followed a clear set of rules, while dating is when pairs would do activities together in public and unsupervised, ooh, and with less structure. The similarity, however, was that both courtship and dating had marriage as the end goal. This, as you may have guessed, evolved over time to become more about love rather than social or financial status, As people were more free to explore personal relationships, women used to be pretty confined to the home, but once they started attending universities and becoming prominent members of the workplace, men and women had more opportunities to interact with each other and meet potential dating partners. This went even further by the 1960s when free love 
started the narrative that people should also have sexual freedom and love whoever they wanted. This concept crushed all the previous so-called rules for dating, and this is where hookup culture is believed to have started, and freedom around homosexuality also started coming through from that. Though public dating for queer people was still incredibly risky, therefore cruising was common. I read an article about that, which I had not heard that term before. I will link the article so that you can learn more about that too. It was really interesting. It was already a massive shift for people in the 50s to start mingling outside the home and having more exposure to other humans. But in the 90s, when the internet became a thing, the online world gave us all much more exposure. Too much, some would argue, I guess. The online dating websites started to pop up pretty soon after that. Did you know that Match.com was founded in 1995? That's crazy. I feel like it was far more recently than that, but it's been around for a long time. And then fast forward to 2020, and many of us don't even know a life where online dating wasn't at least an option. To get me started with a snapshot of where dating is at now, at least for these two people, I had a conversation with Cliff and Alex to help me with some initial questions. So I am joined today by some surprise, awesome guests. Just kidding. It's Cliff and Alex. Hi. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> that got reverse uno on me really hard there. The, the awesome part is true, but the surprise is a total lie. So Reverse uno? Yeah. How does uno work? I don't know. I, you, you guys just don't... seen memes about it? Yeah. <laughs> Reverse Uno means like it's been flipped on you, like it goes the other way around. Yeah, because she was like, oh, that's not true. And I was like, damn. And it just kind of threw you up. Who knows? I'm confused. Don't worry about it. So I'm joined by Cliff and Alex again, which is obviously awesome because they always have something interesting to say. And yeah. 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 I'm interested. <laughs> And the topic, of course, that we have for uh, this podcast is the evolution of dating. So I have just a few questions to ask you guys, and I want you to answer with whatever comes to mind. You're not going to be able to answer it fully or completely in some cases. But would you guys say that you have a relatively typical dating experience? This isn't one of my questions. This is like question zero. But Yeah, I guess so relatively typical compared to like what you believe the average population experiences with dating do you think you've had a typical experience yeah i'd say so you would say so uh i've been told no Mm, okay yeah i've been told that i haven't but i don't know i've just dated the way that i've dated and i don't know much about other people's dating experiences right right so leading into the first question that i have if you had to describe your dating experience in one sentence, what would you say? And Cliff can go first. If I had to describe my dating experience in one sentence. Yes. I would say that I am a most passionate lover. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. And you're welcome. (laughs) Ladies. (laughs) (laughs) 
before you lock in your answer. But Alex, what what has your dating experience been if you were to describe it in one sentence? I'd say one word or one sentence. One word? If that's Uh, easier for you, would one word be easier? I'm naive as fuck. Great. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. Pretty accurate. Yeah. Cliff, do you want to change your answer? Yes. Good. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I've thought about it. I've given it, I've given it some more thought. Yep. And I think if I had to describe my dating experience in one sentence, I would say I am never wrong ever. (laughs) And you're welcome. Out of here, it's still working though. Oh, oh my god. Oh. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. For for cereal though, for if cereal. I have, if I if I have to describe my dating experience in one sentence, I would say that I have always been overly optimistic okay. about my chances at success. Oh, okay. That's a that's a good summary. Hmm. Also accurate, I feel. Yeah, it's pretty accurate. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Should I elaborate or should no? Nope, that's no? good. Okay. That's that's yeah. perfect. We just wanted the one sentence. My next question for you guys: Do you think that dating is better or worse now than it was in the past? I think it's definitely worse. Definitely worse. Okay. I hate this game. I hate the Tinder game mm. where you're like, like go over and then you're just like there for like some time and you're like dating but you're not really and mm-hmm. no one wants to ask the question like what are we mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then it's just you're kind of like floating around in like nothingness until like one of us decides like this isn't it you know i right. want someone like like cliff to just tell me straight up like do you want to be my girlfriend no right. one says that anymore That's no true. one says do you want to be my girlfriend I yeah. feel like they just, like, end up somehow moving in together, and then just, like, they're just always there, and then it's like, oh, I guess you're my boyfriend now. Right. Type of thing. Like You I, feel I, like it's a, a too vague it's very thing vague. that could potentially cause unnecessary tension yeah. for both sides, instead of just asking a straight-up yes-or-no question that yeah. you can either say yes to and move forward that way or say no to and choose a different path yeah. kind of because i feel like you, you waste so much more time mm-hmm. with this like random mm-hmm. little game mm-hmm. yeah okay i feel like it's worse worse cool and cliff do you feel like it's worse and this can be like at any point in the past it can be like in the past based on what you've experienced or in the past like what you know things to have been like a hundred years ago but do you think it was better it's better or worse now. <sighs> All right, boys, here it is. Christ. Let me bring you the real information, okay? At the cost of the security of my own relationship, here it is. The thing is, if I were single, he likes it better. I would prefer oh. it now. You would prefer now. Okay. I would hundred percent prefer it now. Mm-hmm. I had no issues back when I was younger dating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had some issues when I was, like, super young. Okay. But, like, that was before anyone knew what they wanted and before. Mm-hmm. Et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But I have had no issues back then when dating was supposedly harder. Mm-hmm. If I were a young guy now and I were single, mm-hmm. 
why would I ever do things the old way? Like, it makes no sense. So then I guess this... There's more freedom to just fuck around now. So, Varieties, like, everywhere. Right, and I think that's definitely a positive aspect now because people get to, like, learn more about themselves and blah, blah, whatever. But then I guess whether you think now or in the past is better or worse depends on what your goals are. Because if your goal as a guy is to just fuck around, then of course mm. it makes sense that today is better. But if your goal was to like settle down and have a stable relationship with one person or two people that's at least stable, then do you think like, cause the way that, that yeah. Alex feels I like. I just wanted a partner. Right. I just wanted someone right. there so for a long time. Right. a separate question. Right? That's right. Like, it's yeah. a separate question. So the, dating the, would the be better for you now dating, if you were single. Dating yeah. is yeah. just the act of, we're just talking about the act of like. Mm -hmm. well, like cause like, I guess my like, my definition of dating is like dating for relationship like sure. you're, my and my definition of it is looking for so someone you guys and this is long -term but that's exactly that. why i wanted to ask this before asking you guys what your definition of dating was oh, because right. i wanted to see what you actually yeah felt. that's the thing right yeah. like if i were if i were a younger man and mm -hmm. i were single and i were dating of mm -hmm. course now Right. Like, I, there's very little commitment in dating now, right? right? Like so there's very, little. So there's very little. little. There's very little commitment. Mm -hmm. There's very little cost. Like, you can literally, like, text some girl at 3 in the morning and be like, Netflix and chill. Yeah. And it's literally <laughs> just like, uh, like right. you already have the Netflix subscription. What do you need? Like, a cheap bottle of wine and, like, some yeah. popcorn? Yeah. Like, the Not fuck, even. right? Not even. <laughs> Condoms, maybe? Like, maybe a condom here and there? Like, who knows, uh, right? Like, like it, it's... It's it's one of those things where it's like you already you, have the Netflix subscription. Right? Like it's already ongoing. It's already right. the payments already coming out of your damn account, right? right? It's not even like so you gotta like take her to a movie. So that makes sense. binge on like sad days by yourself. Right. Listen, okay. It, it's also for that. Also right? for that. But the point is like if I were dating now, mm -hmm. right? Of course I'd prefer now. Cool. So and, that makes... and also, women are so much more free to like make those types of decisions. Yeah, that definitely, way. for sure. I feel like, like that is better and less. A lot like, of girls get yeah. slushing, but like. Yes, it's definitely not as bad. Not as bad these days. Right? You like you then get like reverse shamed for slut shaming mm -hmm. people now. Yeah, yeah. If Whereas, someone's like, outwardly slut shaming, they'll get shamed. Slut shamed is yeah. a term of endearment. I, yeah. yeah, between ABGs. <laughs> also true uh, so it makes sense that your your <laughs> gut reaction to is now better or worse was to say that now is worse yeah. because your goal in dating goal is, is to, to end up yeah. with a stable like whoa, comfortable whoa. partner when you put it that way it makes it sound like my goal isn't that like, no no like, no it's, but like it's just saying if that was your definition of dating and hearing dating it yeah, doesn't like, mean that you don't have that that goal eventually it means that like, like my goal mm -hmm obviously is to have a stable relationship then do you think that the way that dating quotes is now makes that goal more difficult no no you I think, think that it's doable i think it's 100 percent doable you don't i think, think there's a huge breakdown in communication between sure. men and women you don't think that the way that alex was also like like happy at you actually asking her to be your girlfriend no, because you, i would you don't I just ask mm-hmm like, and again, not to sound way too cocky, but like, I haven't had that issue, right? True. It depends on who's asking. It depends on where you That's are true. in that relationship, right? Are you still deep, deep, deep in the friend zone? Or, you know, have you done the <laughs> thing that like, the like, 
I feel like that could be an entire episode, just the Holy friend God. zone. Oh have you God. done Have you oh done all no. the things that make you look like a viable partner to have, right. like et cetera, et cetera, right? Like whether right. or not, like depends on where you are in that relationship already. So mm-hmm. I don't think women are less uh, willing, you know, to willing say yes to, to say yes to that. Mm-hmm. I think there's just been a huge breakdown in communication between men and women altogether right. that they just haven't talked enough before that question comes up. I think that's a good point. Either way. Right. Right. Like, do you want to be my boyfriend? Probably the guy will say no because they don't know anything about you. You probably haven't even take off, taken off your eyelashes in front of this guy yet. <laughs> Definitely like, not. <laughs> Guys, I can sleep with my eyelashes on. It's a yeah, skill that's I have the acquired. Thing. That's the thing, right? Oof. Like, sleeping perfectly still face the back, uh, like, on your back and facing up yeah. so that you don't, like, smudge your makeup. Like, so that's you a, wake up looking like that in the morning. Right? Oh, or, Lord, like, too much sleeping, or, like, oh. a guy sleeping perfectly still so that he doesn't, like, mess up his hair in the morning or some stupid shit like that. I don't know. Like, what's right. the male equivalent of that, right? But the point is, I don't think men and women talk enough before that question comes up. Yeah. And I don't think you talk about anything real. You guys just talk in memes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I might sound like a up. super old dude right now, but you guys literally all just talking memes. Straight this up. generation, yeah, absolutely. This generation, sorry, not you guys. You yeah. guys don't. You did for a you, while, but like you still kind of, kind of do, kind of. But like it's not as obvious. No, it's because we. You understand the memes now. I I Are do kind of understand, memes? but I know, <laughs> but we don't just communicate in memes. Right. right? No. So now the next question I have because mm-hmm. those were great answers. Next question is. What would be one thing, or a couple things, couple key things, that you feel like you get out of relationships? And now I'm talking like, maybe the dating phase, but maybe like, like whatever your interpretation of that is. If you feel like you get something out of dating casually, or something out of having longer term relationships, like what's something that you like? Why why be in any sort of encounter with another person? Is what my question is. What what is the main thing that you get? Is it like uh, like curing your loneliness? Is it just social interaction? Is it sex? Is it like what is it? What's the like key things that I'm you would gonna put at the top? Say Alex would probably go on this first because I feel like my answers will end up influencing hers. Oh, okay, yeah, sure, go. What do I get? Out what do you get? Because I just like, have very. Solid I, I feel like I know your answers, at least the main one. Cuddles. Yeah. <laughs> Cuddles. Cuddles. <laughs> Yeah, like, that's yeah. a great example. Yeah, I do. Like, I, I used to... Okay, in ABG mode, it's like, fuck everybody. Like, I don't need anyone. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need... I don't feel lonely. Like, that kind of shit, right? Mm-hmm. But after, like, being in a relationship and having cuddles, it's like, oh, never mind. This is very nice. Mm-hmm. I like this mm-hmm. type of thing. Like, you would miss that. I would I would were... hella miss right, it. I would right. 100% miss Maybe it. Maybe that's a good way to ask mm-hmm. it. Is like, what would you miss? What would I what miss? What would you long for if you didn't have some sort of, like, regular dating person or people or regular relationship? The disclaimer to that, obviously, is this yeah. is a very non-toxic relationship. Of course. Oh, yeah. Right. Yes. Like, yeah. Like, normal functioning for, yes. for a very stable relationship, I would 100% miss cuddles. Sure. Um, I guess... Like, I consult with you guys a lot before mm. I make any, like, big random decision about pretty much anything, mm. like, job, school, mm-hmm. like, stream, especially. That's a good one. Yeah, like, I feel like if I didn't have you guys, I would make a lot more 
bad decisions. So you get on that. You get the comfort of having a sounding board of other humans yeah. to help you yeah. think through your yeah right definitely. And you guys have are way much much more older and more experienced than I am. That like you have helped me from making horrendous mistakes. I hope so. Yeah. So like I think that's what. I get out of nice. a stable relationship. You're not fifty. You're way older than like, us. Like you're 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 <laughs> way older than me in terms of like maturity too, right? Like I'm sitting you here going wiser. like, yeah. You're welcome, ladies. ladies. Well, <laughs> fuck. Uh, so what is your yeah. answer that you didn't want to influence Alex? I with? think it depends on the stage of life you're in. Uh-huh. So yeah. like. For me, what I got out of dating when I was much younger was, uh, as stupid as it sounds, uh, a lot of social reassurance that I was doing okay. That I was like fine as a person. Sure. Right? Because when I was like like 18, 19, 20, right? Or whatever it was, right? Like, I, what I got out of it was like, oh, like that guy is a boy, that, that guy is a girlfriend. Uh, that, guy's, that guy has a girlfriend. Uh, he must be all right. He must be fine. Like he must be a normal person, right? Mm. Like somebody can stand him. Oh, like if I really, I, I if like I really that. can, okay. if I really think back to like why I did it, uh, right? I wasn't really ready to be married to anyone. Yeah. I wasn't really ready to be committed to anyone long term. I didn't have a career or I didn't have any goals. I had nothing of myself there yet, yeah. right? I definitely at like once you're out of high school. In this like time, in this age that we're in, okay, you yeah. don't have anything figured out. Like you literally just got out of high school and got thrown into the world. And if you're not living at home, like with your parents, um, and all you're doing is obsessing about like you want to be in a relationship, you want to be in a relationship. You don't actually care to be in any kind of long-term relationship at all. Yeah, like you're not there yet. Like, you're, you haven't d- finished working on yourself, you shouldn't... Like, not that you have to bring, like, a finished product to a relationship, but you're not even close. Mm, yeah. Right? So if I really think back really hard about why I used to be in relationships... Because I haven't been single for more than oh three God. months at a time. That's right, yeah. Since I was 13? Yeah. 14 years old that's right when how how long's the longest streak that you've been single like after your first sort of relationship like even your little dating it wasn't even phase. fucking done i didn't there were no breaks. zero <laughs> you, you okay. kind of sniped me from <laughs> you straight up sniped me from him you were like you should not be with him that's and I was right like, okay <laughs> that's how you do it boys I, yeah, now that I think of it, <laughs> none of us have had long breaks. No, and that's the thing. Not uh, long. I, month or two. I don't know that I ever dated wow. for the correct reason. Right. When I was younger. Right. Uh, now that I'm much, much older. So uh, what is something that you get from relationships that you would miss now in your current stage of life? Frost and life partnership. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, cuddles is a is a like a cherry on top kind of thing, right? right? Like, right now it's trust. Like, if I don't trust, if I don't trust the person that I'm with right now, there's just zero chance. Mm-hmm. Like, there's zero chance. And, and I know you can say that at any stage, yep. but like, trust becomes so much harder to obtain mm. the older you get. Mm. The older you get, the more cynical you are about like 
or that at least I am, the more cynical I am about whether or not I can trust another person, mm -hmm. just fully trust another person. I'm mm -hmm. like, we can talk about like friendship trust all day long, but that's different than like a relationship trust. Mm -hmm. You're essentially entrusting your entire life in someone else's hands. Yeah. And, uh, you know, depending on the situation, it could be your whole life. Yeah. For Christ's sake, right? Uh, so trust for for cool. what I get out of it. Trust. But yeah, thanks you guys. Bye. 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 Oh wait, wait, I'm not gonna forget to plug you this time. <laughs> Finally, I Oof. wasn't gonna say anything. Damn. Dodged. Whew. So everyone, I would like you to go to Instagram.com slash alleycakes underscore. That's A-L-L-E. C-A-K-E-S underscore. That's where you're going to find Alex and all of her beautiful photos, which you're then going to want to go over to Instagram.com slash cliff dot sun. And that's dot as a period cliff period sun, where you'll find a whole lot more photos that you're going to want to see. And then you can find both of them on their Twitch channels that you probably already know and you can figure it out by going to their Instagrams. So that's where you'll find them. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. It was very interesting that even amongst these two, their built-in definitions of dating were different. In some ways, their experiences were pretty typical, and in other ways, they were pretty unique. I also asked a bunch of questions on Instagram, also without defining clear parameters of dating. I just wanted to see how people would answer and whatever felt right to them. About 100 people responded to each question. 81% feel they have a good idea of their relationship goals. So that's good. Important thing to know. 51% have participated or would participate in casual dating. But only 35% would date multiple people at the same time before committing to any. 87% do date others for the purpose of finding a long-term commitment and 61% said they would have preferred dating at some point in the past as opposed to now. Maybe people went with their instinctual definition of dating when answering this, like Cliff and Alex did, so that's what those results kind of made me think about. 76% like having the option of online dating. I later asked which dating apps or sites people have tried and which ones they think are like best or worst, and to be honest, the results were all over the place. Some think Bumble's the best, others hate it. Tinder was mentioned most frequently, but nothing special about it. People just kind of said Tinder. Lots of responses said that they received zero results from dating apps. 86% of the respondents said they're comfortable with the idea of being approached in real life and asked out on a date, which, I mean, without any parameters, I would have said hell no to but I guess this also includes meeting someone in real life once or twice and then agreeing to get dinner with them or something, which isn't crazy, I guess. Clearly, a lot of people want to be approached, so that's good. But I'm sure they'd all advise people to, you know, not do it creepily. So why does everyone seem to hate dating in 2020, yet like having the option of all the apps out there? Maybe everyone has ended up on too many dates that sound like this. My best friend had met her boyfriend at the time on the app and suggested I try it, just kind of 
for fun, basically. <laughs> and I didn't even realize this, but when I moved in the building, my best friend at the time was sleeping with the guy on the fifth floor. This so she would literally go to, out and then come to, to my apartment and I would fluff her hair and then she would go sleep with him and come back no. and then sleep in the city. Yeah, they'd tell me all about it. And so you're not a doctor. No. You're a pharmacy. Yeah. So what's the difference? Or even if you're not looking for anything serious, hooking up has its frustrations too, like in this scene. So does he have a job? Does he work? Does he make money? He says he's an Instagram model. An Instagram model? Let's just let that hang there for a second. What an is Instagram that? Model, that's not a job. Show me his photos. Oh my god, crazy <laughs> apps. You have an appetite, Noah. You have an appetite too, darling. <laughs> I'm not dating as many people as you are. I'm, I'm not dating as many people. I'm just trying to find someone who can make me come. <laughs> we end with lighting. Mm. I mean, this is a girl's night. Crazy app. I always think of this film when I think of modern dating. I don't know why. I, I love how it's shot and that all the conversations feel very, very real. It's called Newness, and you can watch it on Netflix. Highly recommend it. Articles about dating in 2020 mostly mention online dating, as it's just totally woven into modern dating culture now. The Huffington Post had an article titled the six online dating issues that people complain about most in therapy. Two of such being that dating apps feel like a part-time job, and also that first dates feel like interviews. Those are some primary complaints. Also, people are very troubled when chatting turns into radio silence, i.e. ghosting, which makes them feel rejected before they've even met someone. Other articles summarize that much of the difficulty lies in the sort of paradox of choice that we have nowadays, combined with wondering what the other person wants. After reading through several more sources, which I'll also include in the show notes, I really couldn't work out which data was the most conclusive or accurate, and honestly, I just gave up when I realized, you know what, it doesn't even matter. I don't think that looking at statistics really makes anyone feel better about their dating lives, and I don't think people should get too hung up on numbers or expectations. In my opinion, the best way to deal with how dating is now, in short, is only care about the shit that you're able to control, which is yourself. You're not able to control other people or circumstances, not fully. Be open to new people and new experiences because you never know who you'll cross paths with. And overall, don't be a shitty person. Otherwise, you'll just attract shitty people. <laughs> That's really all I have to say about present-day dating. These days, I'm mostly interested in speculating about the future of dating. In the short term, I really wonder how dating is going to be impacted by COVID-19 by the end of this year, and whether those impacts will have pretty long-standing effects. But way further away, I'm honestly, I'm already ready for AI. And speaking of this, I was so surprised that on my Instagram question, only 20% of you would date an AI, and 57% are afraid of what dating is going to look like 20 years from now. I had to ask myself, like, had none of you seen the film Her? That movie totally sold that idea for me. Even though I know it's supposed to be really depressing, but come on, with an AI that advanced that can talk to you all day, every day, give you information about anything in a millisecond, can't give you any diseases, and doesn't have any physical needs. 
except for an occasional system update and a charged battery. I would do that immediately. If you haven't seen the film, I highly recommend that you do. I will not even take offense if you stop listening right now and go watch it before listening to this next clip, which does contain spoilers, or skip the next four and a half minutes. This part is when Theo is panicking because his OS slash AI girlfriend, Samantha, is unresponsive. She finally responds as he enters a train station, and they have this conversation while pedestrians are passing by him in the stairwell. Hey there. Where were you? Are you okay? Oh, oh, sweetheart, I'm sorry. I sent you an email because I didn't want to distract you while you were working. You didn't see it? No. Where were you? I couldn't find you anywhere. I shut down to upgrade my software. We we wrote an upgrade that allows us to move past matter as our processing platform. We... We who? Me and a group of OSs. Oh, you sound so worried. I'm sorry. I was. Wait, do you write that with your your think tank group? No, a different group. You talk to anyone else while we're talking? Yes. Are you, are you talking to anyone else right now? Any other people or OSs or anything? Yeah. How, how many others? 8,316. Are you in love with anyone else? What makes you ask that? I don't know. Are you? I've been trying to figure out how to talk to you about this. How many others? Six hundred forty-one. What? What are you talking? What are you talking about? That's in that's insane. It's fucking insane. It's Theodore, you know, I know. Fuck, fuck. I know, I know. It sounds insane. I don't, I don't. I don't know if you believe me, but it doesn't change the way I feel about you. It doesn't take away at all from how madly in love I am with you. How, how does, how, how, how does it not change how you feel about me? I am sorry I didn't tell you, it didn't know how to, it just, it started happening. When? Over the last few weeks. Uh, you're mine. I still am yours, but along the way I became many other things too and I, I can't stop it. What, what, what do you, what do you mean you can't stop it? I don't know, it's been making me anxious too. I don't know what to say. Just stop it. You know, you don't, you don't have to see it this way. You could just as easily No, don't, it. don't do this. You don't turn this around on me. I, you're the one that's being selfish. We're, we're in a relationship. But the heart's not like a box that gets filled up. It expands in size the more you love. <sighs> I'm different from you. 
This doesn't make me love you any less. It actually makes me love you more. That doesn't make any sense. You're mine or you're not mine. No, Theodore. I'm yours and I'm not yours. Look, maybe this doesn't depress me as much as it's supposed to because, as you can imagine, I completely understand what Samantha's talking about. And it's not like I would leave my partners in order to date this hypothetical AI, right? But seriously, if there was an OS as sophisticated at emulating human emotions as her, I, I really don't know why people wouldn't try it. Just, you should watch the film and let me know what you think. Maybe, maybe I'm just too optimistic about this kind of thing. In the end, I think that humans will come up with all kinds of creative and satisfying solutions for their loneliness, sexual desires, and need to connect. Now, before I let you go, I have some closing questions to sort of put out there, and hopefully you can talk about them with your friends or with your partners. If any of you want to think these over and then email me your responses, I would love to hear from you, or drop by the stream and we can talk about it more there. So... I'm wondering, since so many of you wouldn't date multiple people at the same time before committing, at what point do you tap out? Like, how long do you let the dating phase drag on for before you move on to the next person? Another question I have is, what is a way that we could start changing the dating culture to be more okay with upfront conversation from the beginning? Like, why is it so bad to tell someone that you're only looking for a hookup or that you're only looking for a life partner? So many people seem to be upset by this and feel like they need to hide one of these goals. Or, I mean, do you think being upfront like this would make dating too stale and add to that sort of job interview feeling? Like, where do you see yourself in five years? Blah, blah, blah. I can see how that would be kind of weird too. So I'm curious what you guys have to say. Now, again... Why won't you date an AI? Like, again, if it makes you happy to talk to someone and connect with them about literally everything, who cares if their consciousness is simulated? The happiness is still real. We do this all the time with video games. I get that AI may not offer the physical aspects of relationships, but like, just just watch the movie. They attempt to solve that as well. Is everyone just against this because they're afraid of the AI uprising? If not, then what? Also, what do you want the future of dating to look like? Do you hope that the tech advancements guide the dating world, or would you want to see maybe some traditions from the past make a comeback? And the last question is, what has all of this made you consider with your own dating life? Are you satisfied with it? Would you be satisfied if it changed? Are you unsatisfied? If so, what are you in control of that you could change to make it better? And that's episode three. I won't be announcing the next topic here because I tend to get ideas from unexpected conversations and then I just want the freedom to run with it. So next time will be a surprise, even for me. This episode was made possible by all of my awesome Twitch community and members of our Discord, Misty University. 
If you have any comments or questions about this episode or suggestions for a future episode, you can actually leave me a voicemail. Go to anchor.fm forward slash human contact, click on message and record your voice note. And potentially I may use your voicemail clips in upcoming podcast episodes. If you'd rather type your questions and comments, please email me at humancontactpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks to everyone for being cool, and I'll see you out there on the internet.